0: Welcome, this is podcast four of Fish Meets Land and we have a guest speaker with us today, Tim Hart from Third Space, one of our colleagues, very very knowledgeable personal trainer and qualified nutritionist amongst many other talents that Tim has, growing a fully-fledged beard and looking like Henry Cavill. Tim, welcome. Hello. <laughs> 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 All right, so uh from the last episode, we said that we're going to be talking about um, drugs. Uh, we're also going to be talking about supplements, and we're going to go into some food. Um, but in reverse order. In reverse order, yeah. We're going to start with <laughs> yeah.
1: food, supplements, and then drugs. I just want to get into the drugs. Yeah, well, wait. All right, save the best to last if that's what right. you want.
0: All right, so um, being uh, a nutritionist and being a personal trainer, um, Tell me about drugs.
2: <laughs> yeah, talk to talk to us about <laughs> drugs.
0: Um, a lot of people, um, or from what I know, don't match their training with their nutrition. So they'll they'll almost train really really hard, but ignore the nutrition side of the, their their lifestyle. Um, so, what kind of food for nourishment, replenishment, and growth do you advise to clients depending on their goals?
2: Uh, well, I wouldn't say one specific. Um, there, Lorcan. Unlike Ben, chicken. Yeah, chicken. chicken that's
1: all you need. Chicken. Blended some form chicken. of potato. uh, have a bit of veg. Repeat day, in, day then out. two. Yeah. Day three day three four. times a day. I mean, Tim's seen my fantastic plan. Yeah, my pamphlet, my nutrition plan. Pamphlet. Yeah. It's a he's pamphlet. got. He's got a recipe. Yeah.
0: He eats and it works. One meal, five days a week, three times a three day. Three times a day. Two shakes. The Tim,
1: same meal. Tim's witnessed it. He's seen yeah, me eat I've it. Seen it. He's you've seen, seen the, it. Yeah, you've seen the sad-looking eyes. And my did you eyes. rip into him? No. He's oh. right, he said, "Yeah, that's right. That's the one meal you need to eat." Oh, so as a nutritionist. Specific words I use. See, so That's for beta. That's all we learned on degree. <laughs> at the degree that exact meal. Five years. How Chicken.
2: to make that degree. Five years. Yeah. That, how was that? We telling the audience. I don't know. I did a five-year nutrition <laughs> degree. Yeah, that's <laughs> absolutely true. He's doctor. Equivalent of <laughs> <laughs> medical nutritionist. <laughs> doctor.
1: How, Hart. how long was it?
2: three years. But now it sounds inferior to your five years no
1: three years is good that's all it takes oh it? it's
2: a
0: complicated oh, menu that. it's Thank a complicated
1: recipe that i make that's why yeah,
0: it yeah, took okay. three years yeah. so anyway tim yeah, talk to us about <laughs> so anyway cut <cutler> the nonsense <laughs> yeah. tell us some education Dude, talk to us about food for nourishment talk
2: fact uh so well i would say um bear in mind to the many audience audiences members deborah that's about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please um, don't leave us yeah Um, subscriber yeah you're 100% of the audience audience, so you must not leave (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I would say you should focus on what's the question? (laughs)
0: <laughs> Food for nourishment, <laughs> replenishment and growth. Uh, with very specific uh,
2: things, I would say you need to focus on a bit more of a general side of things to start off with. So what is your, what's your goal? So there's a bit of random goal. So it, are we talking sports performance?
0: Yeah, sports performance, general uh, weight loss or muscle growth. We talked about muscle growth, uh, me and Ben, in one of the last podcasts. And he basically said... Now that I've started training again and I'm trying to promote muscle growth, I need to make sure my caloric intake is high. Otherwise, my body's going to start using my muscle for energy rather than fat. Something was, along was those lines. lines. Yeah, yeah so I was as you just that. Hopefully
2: that was a simplistic <laughs> <laughs> explanation. Yeah, yeah, and you, nah, you, you put right. a
0: science word on it. Yeah. What was the science word? Gluconeogenesis. Yeah, gluconeogenesis. just to be clear right okay so
2: one metabolic process that you happen to know the name for you just (laughs) chuck that in there so that is one process of which you can you can synthesize glucose to be fair um there you go genesis being the creation in latin i believe yes um anyway good old good old latin uh yeah so i would say before you get as specific as that you need to understand uh your goals, so if Ben's got specific muscle growth goals, then yeah, calorie surplus is important and protein uh, intake regularly throughout the day is important. But probably that would answer all the above scenarios would be just sort out your general health of your diet. So uh, uh, get, a, get a control of macros, get a control of not having a calorie surplus when you don't need it, get a control of eating vegetables.
1: And what's an easy way for people to do that, Tim? Ooh, who've never done that before. People who've just come home from work and, and treat them what they I mean
2: eaten. it's fundamentally you've got to start tracking. So the worst mistake most people make or it's not even a mistake, people just live their lives, is you need to make some sort of or oh, create make some sort of accountability for yourself. You become accountable. So essentially start something today. And how are you going to measure your effectiveness? How are you going to measure your change? So start weighing yourself on the kitchen scales. It might be the easy little bathroom scales, or you could even be your bedroom scales. They're all the same. <laughs> um,
0: Doesn't really matter yeah. where the scales are, guys. I you can th- just measure yourself. Kitchen
2: scales tend to not be big enough,
0: really. To you can do the, it in so the yeah, garden.
2: You could do it in the garden. Naked. Um, uh, so start weighing yourself if you want to do it, a really easy way of measure, of checking, tracking your changes. And uh, that would be... the. That was what, kind of what you said, right? How do people make
0: these? And what about MyFitnessPal as an application? Ah, is yes, that so something that's good? That's where
2: you were going. I mean, I, you it can be, but it's a bit of a jump to go from never tracking your changes to I must put every single food I eat onto a, uh, a tracking app. So your first best bet is is the scales. Once a week, just see what's happening to your weight. If you're making changes and you can become accountable and you can make adjustments. Then yeah, things are of clearly scales. Weighing yourself on the scales is not that useful or accurate, so should I say? So then you can start looking more specific, such as my protein input. Your uh, your data into that, and sort of you'll get out of it some
0: sort of. Uh, so really, the the, the take home is make sure you set specific and measurable goals with your weight loss or your or, or whatever you're trying to achieve yeah, and then so start taking, tracking
2: it. If we're taking the next scenario, so that was more of a little general sense, sense approach because most people should get the basics first. I mean, it sounds silly but to us, but five vegetables through the day, um, making sure you're not having McDonald's every day, these sort of the basic things. Yep. And then the, what you're talking about would be the next stage, so that might be more applicable to most people, would be you then start to create some specific goal so it can be as general as I'm trying to build muscle but um, you're trying to get your swimming your your time trial performance faster on a yep. swim yep. or you're trying to run a 5k right in so it's more time. specific yeah and then that because the, the, the nutrition goals will then get a little bit more specific based okay. on that goal so Ben's goal of muscle growth will have specific nutrition goals we already mentioned calorie surplus protein. so
0: when you talked about calorie surplus when you don't need it what other variables uh, do you need to consider um, when we talk about that? Like training is definitely one of them. If you're, if you're to not lose, training to lose weight, uh, yeah. I mean, to lose weight or to put on weight, uh, if you're not training, you don't need calorie surplus, or do you? Depending on I don't know, like in the summer, do you need more calories than you would need in the winter because your body is, you know well, yeah, yeah. if
2: you're on the beach and you get shot off <laughs> <a> six pack <laughs> and biceps right so. To create six pack of biceps in your of circles. Now, it's, again, it would depend on your goals, really. I it doesn't necessarily depend on the time of year. It, as a, a Time of year would be um, an indirect result of like, off-season, on-season, right. or the time in which, how close you were to your goal. So, time of year when it relates to the specific goal. So, for example, you got the Olympic Games coming up and you would generally, uh, look to the nutrition would season, would change seasonally depending on the level of output of your training okay. for example so calorie surplus I wouldn't necessarily say calorie surplus but a, a raised amount of calories would be required to facilitate the level of training that these Olympic swimmers do for yep. example yep. then for example when they might have Sunday as a rest day or uh, um, active recovery day that you, you would then lower the amount of calories so
0: you and how do you s- figure out how many calories... I mean, e- even just talking about a general office worker now, I mean, some of these guys do 12-hour days, you know? They start at 8 and then they, they finish real late. I mean, this is something to do with basal metabolic rate, right? Can be if you want to get specific labels. So how accurate would that be in figuring out someone's calorie intake that they should be taking without any form of training and then adding the training on because this this starts to get a bit confusing how much should you it can be but it gets confusing if you jump to that
2: point straight, straight away. away so okay. like basal these are just indirect they are direct measurements of of a certain thing which is basal metabolic rate yeah and you're right the way we do it is indirect but while the average person doesn't know or need to know or care about their base multiple weight they care about body fat loss yeah, right? so yeah. if you're talking about the average person there is no need to measure these things if you're measuring weight or body fat right? right. so essentially if I'm living my life or the first week I can just continue to live my own life but record the output so where what's my fat doing Yep. Am I putting it on, and losing it? If you're staying the same for three weeks in a row, it doesn't matter if your basal metabolic rate is two or two thousand. You don't care. You just know that it's at, at an equilibrium, right? It's, it, there's no surplus, there's no deficit. If your ma- weight maintains the same, right. roughly, roughly speaking, because weight's not great. But so that you don't necessarily need. So that person needs to, would only need to know that their current diet is adequate to. If, um, meet their needs right so then if they're trying to lose weight they then need to know that their current diet is not adequate to facilitate that so just take away three donuts worth of calories per day you could argue and then that person will lose weight so half the portion sizes of certain meals drink no alcohol on days they would and all of a sudden they've created a calorie surplus without having to know their basal metabolic rate because that then we're just we're taking an extra step to get towards their goal what you're talking about in terms of going further into those bit more specific sort of ways of analysing and tracking and blah blah we might start using them techniques when for example we have Ben who is a bit more sophisticated in Berry. his knowledge very not in his manners nope. and then you could say
0: um, carry I like, on I like some the motherfucker music. playing piano yeah. in the background <laughs> just going to go and knock him out wait right there it's crazy
2: because I mean, this is a professional sound studio right there, <laughs> and yet I they, mean. They're, they're
0: piping in
1: piano. Well, the, the soundproofing that we've yeah. had installed recently is uh, we're going to have to go and get our yeah. money back. <laughs> we're definitely going to get our money back. You what, through.
2: The, the quality of this microphone and recording equipment <laughs> you have got is just so powerful. I know. This guy's playing piano actually two streets away, yeah. Yeah. and we're yeah. just picking it up. As if These are nice summer. leather seats as well. Yeah. So mad, I think this it's to feel like you're
1: outdoors a little bit here. This yeah, sort of, get we've got a lot of plants
0: in. There's a nice breeze Into the office. Yeah, it's, it's in the ambience you've created. almost yeah. so as if <laughs> we're in some sort of corporate garden. So, so basically, when it comes to this nutrition side of things, don't go. Um, balls deep immediately take it progressive take it step by step and, yeah, and make sure you're best. comfortable so if, you did, yeah, if, that then, your if you did
1: that as a setup? so you've got Barbara she trains three days a week who the fuck is Barbara she's, she's the fictional character oh right look that aeroplane you're about to mis- hear that's 30,000
2: feet up that's just <laughs> Barbara's on the bench next to us <laughs> <laughs> hey Bob so Barbara
1: she trains three days a week and now she's hopping on the scales week in week out how does she see a difference how do you simplify it for her to go all right, I'm trying to lose weight. Actually, I'm still the weight. same weight for the past three months. It's not going up. It's not
0: going down. I'm hopping on the scales. So she's 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 not seeing any effects. How long do you leave no. it until you try something different? Is it four weeks? And if nothing's changed, what? Well, what do you change no, the game plan immediately? Yeah, I mean,
2: it depends if they're with me professionally or if or someone else just doing on it on their own. Like, yeah, yeah. So. Um, depends if you know the answer or not. So some people are trying to lose weight and they do everything they can and they don't lose weight and they're not sure why. Those are the people that kind of need some help and they need to get things addressed. Right. But other times you don't lose weight. People I know, clients or whatever, they don't lose weight, but they'll... they'll. I'm the same. I'm, I'll go through two, three week periods where I don't lose weight and I'll be like, oh, I know why. Like, I
0: so how about that, that kind of topic in relation to a theory uh, called set point? because I listened to a te- TED talk about a theory called set point and it's your body realizing that it's operating at a good kind of level, a good standard, like a computer. If, if your computer is operating at a, you know, a good level, it's quite healthy, there's nothing wrong with it, it will do everything it can to stay in that state because it knows it can operate quite well. So changing then that set point or changing that state of being you know, either putting on weight or, or or losing weight becomes quite difficult. And that was a that was a talk on a TED talk by a lady. I can't remember her name, but I found it very interesting. Yes, I've never heard that saying before. I mean, it's, but that's as
2: by sounds of it, it's a very basic way of summarising your sense. Your body remains in homeostasis. For, that's right. For yeah. The entire, yeah. Yeah. The entirety of its time, right? So it will it will maintain. You're right. It will maintain a certain metabolic phase or metabolic rate. because It won't go out of its way to to function at a higher metabolic rate because it's uh, it's not advantageous for, so we say, like, evolution or from an evolutionary point. Of
0: it thought. kind of struck a chord with me, that TED Talk, because regardless of how much I train uh, or, or don't train if I'm sedentary, because I have been sedentary in the past sometimes, just work's got too much, life has got in the way, so you can't train, or I can't so then but, but i've been 11 and a half stone and then when i have trained and i've put muscle on and i definitely have lost fat i've still stayed 11 and a half or 11 stone but i've just put muscle on and it, i found it quite weird that i was staying the same sort of weight, but physically changing possibly yeah i mean the
2: it's that that's a bit you're look, looking at a few different concepts here so right. generally speaking muscle volume of muscle you have on your body and volume of fat on your body might be genetically determined to a sort of a set point if that's how you want to see it. Right. I mean, that is true. You Whether you lose a certain amount of body fat and grow a certain amount of muscle mass in the exact ratio in order to maintain that rate, that set point, I that's not necessarily true. Yeah. So that might just be Circumstance. a of if you've you might just be at a sort of a relatively peak level and the right. gains you're making now are, are, shall
0: we say... Are you saying I'm a peak athlete? I would
2: say you've reached your peak. <laughs> um, unfortunately, that peak is Snowden and not Everest, but let's, <laughs> let's leave that aside. <laughs> um, but the gains you make, the changes you make, might be relatively small compared to someone else who has a lot of muscle growth uh, potential or a lot of fat to lose. So that while that may hold true for certain... People, I, the set point thing, taking it that specifically is not true because we know people can change weight. Yep. I mean you'll you'll change a kilogram if you just drink a bottle of water. So whether you, I don't know whether you can link set point that specifically yep. to changing the weight. Okay. Um. I, but what you can say is it's certainly hard to to change, like metabolically speaking, it's it's not the the process is much more energy. Um, it requires much more energy to lose body fat than right. it does to put it on. I mean, okay. calorie surplus is yep. easy. So if yep. I, I agree. set point is is you will try to maintain a certain set point due f- through various right complicated processes.
0: So um, Ben, when it came to your meal plan and you wanted to change yeah. it, you you know you were eating your you're you eating your chicken breast five. Times yeah. a fucking week, three yeah. three, three times every day, day, like yeah. some mad person. I didn't realise we, we could swear on this. You're, yeah, you're allowed to you swear. Want. Solitary yeah. confinement, Ben. Yeah, you're yeah. eating in, eating I've, the chicken I've, in this room on yeah, your own. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I have ticked the explicit box on the. Oh, that, oh, you actually yeah, had to tick e. a box. Yeah, well, I wanted. Well, they're swearing. You know, people might listen and be we like, "We should do a PG one." No, we shouldn't. It's possible with you. Definitely possible. Definitely possible. You'd say something. The
2: swear words have almost been. You know artificially added in for effect, mm, yeah. without a doubt.
1: But yeah. then Lorcan's going to say is something it? like boobs or something That's weird, controversial, boobs, yeah,
2: controversial, yeah. yeah, all right. So, yeah. you know, you did do your test recordings on this yeah. high quality equipment, yeah, all I all did mics, indeed, yes, mics. and they were all swear words. So, it is what comes out of your mind first, to be fair, correct. And, swear and your uh, done ringtone is swear words, isn't yeah, it?
0: yeah. My text, my ringtone, and my email. What's all your all question? My question, Ben. Is you haven't been doing this chicken breast thing all your yeah. life no so what made you change well um, I was just gonna ask Tim then um well don't ask well, don't yeah ask Tim. ask him yeah. answer my fucking yeah well first.
1: I'm gonna I lead into your aunt into the answer oh Real you're gonna use Tim yeah fine bypass you're through Tim as right. he's here so wrong. I was training since I was 16 and I find it very difficult no matter how much I ate to put on any mass but it wasn't until I got to about 20 or 21 that I noticed I started filling out a bit. And now that I've Not got Not your penis. Yeah, see, there we go. That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> this is why we have to have an explicit one. <laughs> yeah, that is the key. So, uh, but now that I've turned 30, I'm actually finding it easier for the fat to stick to my frame. I don't that's because you're getting older. There, yeah, that's what I mean. So is there, like, is there markers that people cross as they age that makes it easier to for get certain fatter. things to happen to the body? Because at the moment, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to up my fat calorie. Uh, sorry, fat. Uh, fat percentage. intake. Yeah, so I'm trying, like, healthy, in the healthy way. <laughs> so, like, try and use a lot more coconut oil and nuts and avocados. <laughs> and, uh, but it's working. It's working because I've, I've, if you use the in-body, which obviously isn't the most accurate... It's definitely not. No, but it's coming up. So like, my body <laughs> fat percentage is coming up. <laughs> that was, up. Passionate. That was, yeah, that was <laughs> a passionate fucking response for me I've, about the in-body. But I've managed to put on a kilo of fat now in a good way, which oh. is good. So, are there markers
2: with people that there's not set I know what you're saying there's not set markers like it's not like you hit 30 and all that like, we, like a video we, game you get powers yeah, level up you level up and then 50 you face the ultimate pops. yeah yeah. <laughs> That's it. street um, fighter so yeah but th- there are slow changes that happen um, and then those changes are accelerated when you do hit like a milestone like um uh Menopause. Yeah. The so, is that so, coming? Is that my next thing? That might actually be your next oh, right. alert. Okay. I, I think midlife crisis is next. Yeah. Actually. No, that's already happened. Midlife
0: crisis, then menopause. Yeah. Right. Generally. It's got men in it. As soon as you buy a motorbike with a leather jacket, you're fucked. Right. Okay, that's well, midlife. That. Anyway,
1: Tim, back to your answer.
0: Yeah, carry yeah. on, Tim. Yeah. So menopause.
2: Combination lock on it. That's, <laughs> and that's a a sign. <laughs> it's definitely um, midlife. He loves his signs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so we know your muscle mass will degrade over time, so obviously less metabolically active tissue will mean your metabolism goes down, but habitually you're still used to eating the same level of uh, food, so you'll probably notice fat, in, fat goes up as a result of that.
0: Unless you're Ulysses, Unless in which case Ulysses. the older he gets, he just gets massive. <laughs> Redonkulous. <laughs> Shout out Ulysses. Shout out Ulysses. <laughs> yeah, if you want, yeah, if you want yeah. to be yeah. on our podcast. He's, he's listening. Um, he's definitely not. Yeah, so there, there, there
2: certainly is changes over time, and you also the, the other. If you look at it from an early point of view, the muscle doesn't reach full maturity, and well, from uh, you by the sounds of it, hit puberty fairly late. So yeah, that's by why time I look you so youthful. <laughs> so I can't grow a beard like yours. Yeah, <laughs> so you hit full <laughs> muscle maturity at twenty one. I assume it must have been. Yeah. So you know, once you hit these sort of level, your, your metabolic rate will, will kind of, or the rate at which your metabolic rate increases, will will go down. So therefore, the, your diet become will essentially. When you're a kid, you eat for your kid's size, but it, your diet probably doesn't. The calories that you eat uh, per day and over the years won't increase probably at the same rate at which your metabolic rate is increasing okay. you could argue that so now you hit in the maturity everything's balanced out and now you're finally in a position where you're able to take on more calories and it will go on as fat and not be used to sustain the extra next inch you're about to grow this month
0: so yeah. muscle muscle maturity isn't necessarily linked to puberty well it's
2: it is, right? I mean, you
0: do. Well, I don't know. Well, because he was. He when did you trained, shoot so. up
1: when you were 14? Oh, no, but that's different. Like, it's I shot in up in height. Yeah, I shot up in height when I was like mid teens.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so I've so been uh, at height for a long time, height, but. Muscle maturity, all these sort of things are require uh, calories, right? The, right growth growth. Of the, the, gro- the growth of your bone. Yep. Check in. Who's this?
0: Oh. oh, Deborah, you've just sent me a message. I'll read that later. For a moment, I thought she was listening, sending in like one of them uh, shout-outs. Yeah. But, uh, Stop talking about this me. Actually, isn't <laughs> no, so mine. Um, All right. So fair enough. Um, let's move on. Anyway, did I ask a question? You did, yeah, yeah, you didn't you answer. doesn't just yeah, like it like he normally <laughs> does. Sorry. You're, sorry. You're mid, you're so you're mid, mid answer. So, on. so while this. there isn't set
2: markers, uh, the point stage at which you are in your life, and yeah, the various things you go through in terms of development, yeah, those will affect your ability to achieve certain goals mm. um, you know it's simply put that you probably can't run as fast as uh, when you were 16 as you can now however you won't be able to run as fast when you're 65 as you can now so those again are changes I accept the challenge I will, there you uh, go Call so, you when I'm 65, yes. I can't give you exact specifics as to what the markers are because they just vary, they change over time. They say you're something like 10% mu- uh, muscle mass starts to uh, diminish uh, by the yeah, age yeah. Of, like, 50 on this.
0: I reckon it's the standard markers that we all go through, like 18. 21 30 and 50 so basically we make a big deal about birthdays. my
2: response just then and said no i think you're wrong tim <laughs> actually 18 25 why do we get him on the podcast What's 21? The even being 21 that's why
0: we have the special birthdays of 18 21 30 and 50 because every one of what those about benchmarks 40? what happens to 40 is a big one yeah. no 40 it's in, another in, decade no insignificant than that no i reckon 40 it's, is a new 30 there, yeah. States, so yeah that's yeah, what there they're saying go. yeah so Does that mean the, the fifty got benchmark got needs to be sixty? I want to make it to fifty. <laughs> yeah. Past 30, so. <laughs> okay. If you take forty away from me, what have I got? <laughs>
2: all right, fair
0: enough. All right, um, shall we move on? I'm actually asking the question now. I'm not oh, just moving you? on. Are you ready?
1: Are you ready for it? Yeah. Well, that was that was all answered, wrapped up nicely. Nice. But I've been nice. eating these meals to answer your question. Yeah. Perfect. Been eating these meals. Tim answered it for you. The the lazy kid. No. We, yeah. In the last few months, I've just been eating this. But it's working. Like, and I think the reason I'm putting on fat as well is because I'm not swimming as much. now. Like. Yeah. took a week off swimming. Yeah, thanks mate. It's all right. Got annoyed, got annoyed at drowning every week.
0: <laughs> all right, so. Um, well, I'm
1: getting a lot of spots on my arms, Tim. What's that missing from my diet? What could that be? That looks like a, that looks like
2: It's HIV. all on the back of your. It's like arm. a
1: bite. HIV? HIV, oh, that, yeah. Great. That.
0: Jesus. Thanks. <laughs> that's just made it into the podcast. <laughs> it That's almost Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. I don't have
1: HIV for the record. Life expectancy is the same now,
0: so it doesn't matter. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Fair anyway, moving on away yep. from HIV, um, let's talk about um, intolerances and uh, people's um, choices on food, such as vegan, vegetarian. Well, that was a nice tie pes- into this. Pe- pescatarian. In
1: spots. This is an intolerance somewhere. Um,
0: and and you know your kind of thoughts on on this, these kind of subjects. So it, are our intolerance is real. Yes. Right, done. Moving on? <laughs> 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 <No>. <laughs> so That's... how do you know you got an intolerance though? Like for bread, bread Ooh, makes me really lethargic. Yeah, it, it's
2: very, very... It's because you eat a whole it's lot. It's tricky of.
0: to figure it out. Uh, it can be and it can't be. So it, the
2: ones where it's easy are the more easily to, easy to diagnose ones that actually... so. Lactose intolerance is easy to diagnose. You can because argue. you
0: just shit your pants everywhere. Well, I, I mean, that might be a symptom for with a lot of these intolerances. To be fair. Oh, really?
2: Yeah, but lactose, you can. If someone has the ability to, if someone has lacto, lact, an enzyme, a specific enzyme called lactase in that, that that, that metabolizes the lactose in milk. Uh, if they don't have that present, then they would be. Described as lactose intolerance. so that's an easy do you fit this criteria? Right. Yes. So therefore, you're lactose intolerant. Celiac disease as well. That's fairly easy. I mean, if you, again, if you have an immune response to um, gluten, then you would be that you'd be classed as celiac. So, the, what you're talking about. So yes, it can be very easy to diagnose certain types of um,
0: uh, food issues. And, and the then, symptoms vary between the um, extremity.
2: Yeah, the symptoms vary more when it gets a bit more. Uh, so you've got intolerances um, such as lactose intolerance, yeah. and you could argue a gluten intolerance. Is, well, that's you don't need to argue. It, that's why it's gluten yeah. intolerance. Essentially, is celiac disease. So intolerances are very are clinically defined to a certain extent. Then you have more what you're talking about sensitivity, which that's would right. be uh, 10% or something along those lines. Of right. People will just will talk about. Generic, mildish, maybe some more severe symptoms, but they can't really put, define it. Yep. can't really say when it happens. Yep. You've got a vague suspicion there might be bread. Okay. You mentioned bread, but you didn't mention any other wheat products. No, so didn't. Is it bread? Is, yeah. it, is it just um, another component within bread? Right. So milk, you can see people with an intolerance to dairy. And where, where do these proteins?
0: intolerances come from? I mean, is it... Uh, f- uh, it's a school of thought
2: it's, it's hard because it's hard to define an intolerance it's yeah. hard to diagnose an intolerance and yeah. anyone that says they've got a, a trusted tried and trusted method is lying which right. unfortunately is mostly in their thing so it's, it's very hard to define but some of the mechanism methods we use to define it are, would be certain immune um, tests so okay. IgG and possibly IgE which are immunoglobulins that would test for an immune response. So, if, say for instance, you you suspected of having a uh, you know, bread intolerance. Yeah, you can test whether any of the proteins within bread you have an immune response to. So, an IgG test would show us that. Wow. But we also, but we know that we can also know that that showed you had a previous response immune response to bread but I'm now perfectly fine with it so it's not it's not um, a tried and trusted method so the other methods are um, elimination diets uh, patch tests on the skin so dermatologists this this kind of crosses over into their realm as well where they'll do skin reaction tests because again something such as the spots on Ben's arms Something from the food foodborne can manifest in some sort of dermatological... And does
0: that now move into more allergies rather than intolerances as well? Can they be linked? Um, because Sally is allergic to... Sally, my missus, by the way. Sally is allergic to celery. and She's allergic to, to, to nuts. Peanuts? Yeah. Not all nuts. So that's
1: slightly weak different. Weak genetics. Sorry. Your kids are going to be weak. Stop. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not allergic to anything. I'm unreal. Are you? Man of yeah. steel, over here. Yeah. yeah, man of steel. <laughs> Except bread. Which, Apart from yeah. bread, which your just your makes crypt- me tired. It's <laughs> <Here's> my kryptonite. <laughs> <laughs> you should have done that the
2: other way around. Can't you can't just say, oh, bread gives me a stomach upset. <laughs> and then, but I'm, I'm actually fine. Um, yeah, uh, what was the question? Uh, allergies. Oh, allergies. Skin reactions yeah, yeah. So, to food. Yeah. Uh, so a skin reaction would be, uh, well, the food allergies are more of an immune response that. It's or are you so talking severe. about
0: more like sugars giving you spots and things like that don't eat sugar don't
2: yeah eat that's sugar. Uh, yeah so that's where we're talking grain that's a bit grainy that sort of sign like we know bad diets and certain things can accelerate like an, can have an, a, like a acne or shall we say like a a skin response, response like yeah. Ben's talking to but why well. is it just to the arms in your case, mm. it's just your right
0: arm, by the looks of it. Yeah. Or was well, the left left is the left covered toe. in tattoos? Yeah, the left one's covered in
1: tattoos. Yeah. It just looks right like your right see, arm. But um, yeah, it is the right. It's you've been, the
0: you've been putting your right arm somewhere it should be. Well, I thought be. it was
1: the pool originally. I thought it was the chlorine, but it's not, because I've not been in the pool for a while. and uh, Maybe it's maybe there. it's because you
2: haven't been in the pool. Or well,
1: Maybe because I've got weak genetics. <laughs> you've definitely got weak genetics. I've got weak genetics. Yeah. Yeah, you so can't even grow a beard.
2: To overcome. It. Yeah. What? So you're asking, so those are just more severe allergic severe. response. Okay, fine. So they essentially uh, they sense tiny uh, particles of peanuts, for example, and sense them as a, a pathogen, and therefore, <laughs> what you have to. i sorry, sorry. I thought you were going to say uh, nothing. God, I thought you're gonna you were going to say something else. What, I you? thought you were
0: saying they send tiny, tiny particles of peanuts up your bloodstream <laughs> or something. I was well, like, that what that is, the fuck? Well, that is kind of what happens, right? Oh. How else
2: does a peanut get into your body? I don't know.
0: Either way, doesn't that it? That is
2: the main transporting, uh, <laughs> the main transporting <laughs> agent of everything. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's the river of life.
1: So um, I'm just going to Google these bumps on my arms. Yeah, yeah I would. Because Tim bought it yeah, off You, you
2: should probably go to a walking Tim center.
0: Isn't you know? An expert in <laughs> random. There's a walk There's a walking, <laughs> oh, there's a walking there. center at Gough Walk. Go there. Is there, is there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should go now. Um, there's all right. One, there's
1: one word that's popped up. Is
2: there nothing on your arm? Why? Are you even, why are you
0: there? Is? There out? is. I pointed it out. He's getting. He's getting worried now.
1: Just leave it. Probably pricking. Yeah, probably prickly heat.
2: Just relax. It's not prickly heat. All right.
1: There well, was a word that was. i come. Keep doing. Keep doing. Uh, Doctor is. Doctor Google says it's
0: cancer. Oh no.
1: Yeah, Jesus. Right.
0: So moving on. Um. We. I, I want to come away from food. In a way, or or. I, I don't even know whether I should call it natural food, but uh, <laughs> I want to come on to supplements. Right. Ah. So I've got here, you know, on my list, protein, uh, powdered bars morphine I saw on your list bread no that's for the drugs so cool. powdered protein bars protein bars protein bread your favorite yeah. um, creatine powdered or pills um, pre-workout and or slash coffee don't um, remember this list, by the way. no no but we'll, we'll go through them meal replacement shakes tablets and fat burning tablets so why don't we start off with um, protein so I mean the reason why I wanted to bring this one up is because in the gym more often than not, when you go to the changing room and you're bypassing the toilets, you will hear explosions and the bowl is normally plastered. Do people just take this protein powder and these forms of supplements because it's just what everyone's doing and they think it's going to promote muscle growth, but do they t- take too much of it and are they just shitting it out?
2: Uh, well, they're not shitting it out for starters. Right. I mean if it creates a gastrointestinal disorder, then there may be something underlying, but you can't, you don't just, it, proteins and macro, there's only, well, not including alcohol, there's only three macronutrients, so if you shitting out one third of the, your available macronutrients in life, you, you'd pretty, you'd soon die, so, uh, <laughs> um, it, it, it's not, that, we tend to generalise things in terms of sports nutrition, but, no, the, the body's not shitting it out, um, but so you're asking is are they necessary
0: uh, yeah i mean are they necessary or can you just eat food um well i mean this one's protein's uh, an easy answer really because
2: it is one of the three main uh m- macronutrients it, it's it, the need for it is the same regardless of whether it's in a shake or a, powder um, or a bar so the so yes it is important in the same way it's important for life um we know that taking it in an in easy digestible form straight after exercise will help um, slow down the amount of muscle uh, breakdown you get. So, for everyone? For everyone, yeah. So, um, But these are these are laboratory-based readings. You're right. not necessarily going to just have protein shake and, and do what Popeye does. Um, so on a, on, a, on a measurable scale in the laboratory, we know that muscle protein breakdown is reduced when you take a an immediate large um, bulgous as they call it bogus um, exogenous source of protein so and that has to be fast digested so usually whey protein is that so that's that's essentially the where the, the justification for it comes right but you you said itself you that you alluded to it you don't necessarily need um, to protein it. powders now you can get the same effect from chicken breast right. you can get the same effect from anything. The, the main argument with protein powder comes to convenience really and yep. if you get people that struggle to get protein in throughout the day it's a good source for those guys because you can't just roasted chicken in the office at 3pm yep. but you can just have a protein shake so, yep, yep, yep. Um, so it's, convenience. it's convenience I would say t- does it fit in your lifestyle
0: and uh, uh, one thing I wanted to talk to you about with regards to protein powder and the creation of protein, pr- protein powders um, something that we, we studied at Loughborough was in the creation of protein powders some of these companies will use the same mixing um, or, or, or tank or whatever they create it in with other Um, other drugs or other supplements so within the powder that you take you may also have traces of another supplement or another drug Um, and I remember when I talked to you about this there was something about an approved protein powder or a stamped protein powder that isn't mixed with anything and that gives you some assurance that there is no no, is it trace uh, trace of any other substance? Yeah, so if you
2: have um, so you're right, so essentially the um, I don't know the exact. that I did. This is something actually. A, while, with a guy a while back who knew uh, who was more familiar with the way. If we're talking whey protein, the whey protein uh, manufacturer. But he was saying something along the lines that um, most protein is manufactured by the same sort of four or five companies, like um, facilities. Uh, yeah, facilities. Yeah, manufacturing yeah. companies in yeah. the world. And he was saying along the lines of uh, and. Uh, protein's not so bad the big one was creatine um so a lot of the um a lot of the creatine so what, there was a study done by one of the guys from the ioc but it, um ron Warren, i think and they those lot did a create they took a load of samples of creatine and they found i can't remember the exact number but it was a like one in three was tainted with, an, with some sort of
0: uh, banned drug so wow um, uh, that's actually our next topic creatine. So that's quite interesting. Yeah, so
2: it was more along them lines, but the the risk of contamination lies with all, um, with all supplements, yeah, because right. for the reason you say, most of the facilities are just some random. Th- that's why these Instagram celebrities can create their own protein bars because sure. they just go to a, man- a company in China yep. that is a, 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 a all, one all mass producer. Yeah. So right. Will manufacture. Are, you'll find this the manufacture of artificial um, steroids in the same uh facility as creatine right. and possibly protein as well so yeah contamination is 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 a big issue interesting um so you're, you're essentially and then you alluded to uh informed sport which is essentially that's the one some of the companies now this is a title that uh a level of certification that um uh Protein manufacturing companies such as My Protein and Healthspan will produce supplements that have been certified drug-free. Okay. So, Inform Sport is Healthspan. I can't remember the, 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 if My Protein uses that. Yeah, but there's yeah, A few yeah. others, and
0: the USA has a different. Yeah. But if it. you see that logo, then that means it's, it's certified.
2: Yeah, but if, if you are someone who is getting tested, so if you're like a an amateur boxer that might get tested, or or you're thinking of going professional, you got you, you need, and then there's a like a um, an athletics competitor that I, I, I know, he's starting to go into this realm of of Grand Prix and turning up to these things and drugs. So these guys need to take only certified yep. drug-free tested supplements. If you're someone in the gym and you're taking protein powder, the chances that you'll come exposed to these things are yep. low, and the ch- and you're not going to get blood tested, so it won't have a a negative in yeah, your yeah, yeah. body. No one's going to drug test you, so the yep. companies will produce like two or three different protein powders. The most expensive will be the drug certified, right. Free drug-free drug brand. Cool. So if you are if you care about it, you you must only buy supplements from those certified um, labels. Interesting. If you're not so bothered, then uh, do anything. Get the
0: cheapest. So um so moving on to creatine. Um. It's powdered or it's pills. Um, what I know about creatine is it. It, it links in with your uh, ATP system, adenosine triphosphate. Ooh. Oh no, damn! Just pull that out of the here. bag. Um, ADP. What's A- that? A- A- oh, adeni- adenosine diphosphate. Oh, Jesus! Which is in the, in the absence for phosphocreatine?
2: Is that right? It's in the absence of. Phos- oh, ph- Phosphate group, yeah. That's so the one, you that's take the one. Phosphate group away from ATP and you get ADP. Brother! Rephosphorylate it using a creatine as a uh, vehicle for this transportation thing of phosphate to happen, then you rephosphorylate into ATP. it,
0: heck! That just got scientific to the max. So, um I used to take creatine when I was swimming, and what I noticed when I was taking creatine was actually uh, my muscles looked a lot bigger. Um, Corilla, because of uh, yeah. water retention? <laughs> Twice. Uh, yeah, that's usually how
2: it, it makes your muscles look bigger. To be yeah. creatine is stored in the muscles and changes the water potential, so therefore the muscles store more water as a result. But that's perfectly fine it, for most of us. It, the only issue is whether you are um, <coughs> in a weight, um, a weighted sport, like a weight-tested sport. So either you are in a weight division. You have I'm to a boxer. Box, Boxer, yep, yep, yep. Um, these type of sports, or um, aesthetic sports where like synchronized swimmers, yep. ballet dancers, yep. these sort of things, it will have an impact on that to a certain extent.
0: So why should you take creatine? <laughs> Is it? I mean, I, I assume that there are people the biceps, out there. The biceps, yeah, just biceps. It, yeah. I assume there are people out there just taking creatine to for, for aesthetics to look bigger because of the water there retention. Are some
2: if not 99% of people <laughs> that are taking it. With that. So
0: how how does that because I know uh, or at least my mum told me um, that creatine can if, if good, it, then it's le- can oh, lead okay. to liver liver damage uh, okay. or or I'm damage to internal organs. Yeah, no, it's not true. Okay, fair enough. Sure this was a long time ago. Well informed of I can't of This was about 10 years ago. Yeah. So, oh, so when she told me
2: yeah so was she taking
0: it at the time no 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 she actually worked in a pharmaceutical company so that's why you know I thought that it might be or might not be Uh,
2: no so it's one of the most well researched if not the most well researched sports um, supplement it's no impact on liver damage wow alright well that's good kidney damage that's Um, good to know so it's there there was always these myths that going around when which is fair enough because you never know if something's safe good or bad at the moment you know when these things first come up it is perfectly safe um, to take yep. the reason you would take it, other than it's so it facilitates, uh, the, it will help increase the rate at which you build muscle to, yep. to a minor to a certain extent. But that's more because it just increases your strength Got and it. some say power as well, which and is your ability to express that strength.
0: And how uh, I also was told by um, your dad, no, <laughs> Jamie Redwood, uh, who studied nutrition at sheffield Watch, well he doesn't know as much of me so. <laughs> uh, but i remember him talking about a relationship between creatine and coffee and that coffee can negate the effects of creatine yeah, but this again yeah. was about seven to eight years ago yeah, so i don't know what research
2: into the absorption on quite a lot of things but um, yeah so the but the creatine it doesn't that doesn't matter because if you creatine is uh, consumed over a period you must build up a uh, like a, a certain amount like a concentration of creatine so right the minimum you would need probably is about five days to reach this sort of higher level concentration of creatine so right. uh if not 30, go over 30 days and you essentially saturate the muscle with creatine uh depending on your genetics so, so it kind so, of just becomes used to it uh no yeah essentially you just store it up over okay it, you take a few grams per day and over the course of a month it will the concentration of creatine within your muscles increases so you might get one day where something so we know for example the optimal way to consume creatine is post-workout with some sort of um, insulin stimulating food such as like a banana or carbs but it's that's just for one day if it, it's done over the course of 30 days so it doesn't really matter what happens on one day if you stop taking creatine for one whole day you would still have pretty much have the same concentration over the course of, of, of a few months so okay it, it, you don't need to worry about what affects the absorb so people ask that all the time so just take it anytime right over the course of once days, once a day five
1: grams a day once
2: a day five grams per day would Build up your saturation levels to uh, after about 30 days.
1: Cool, and then what you just keep taking five grams a day till your tub runs out. Uh, to your tub, more. Yeah. More. Yeah. <laughs> just keep taking. more creatine. So you can just keep taking it, you don't have to cycle it like this. Seems suggest. to be
0: the case. And how either. quickly after you stop will the effects of the absence of creatine?
2: Oh, that's a good question. I'm not, I'm not sure actually. I mean, there'll be a certain level. That you'll eventually go back to genetic baseline levels.
0: Will you just start seeping water from your muscles? Ah, oh, is that what you mean? How long will the well?
2: That would be, would water mass go down? Well, yeah, yeah.
1: And this is what you were saying earlier about you can lose a kilo of muscle. If you use the scale if by drinking water, right?
2: Uh, well, that I just meant in terms of weight. A water, a little water weighs one kilogram, right? So you drink yeah. it, you weigh an extra kilogram. So uh, weight, that's why I was kind of saying weight isn't necessarily a good marker for anything. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. Because it fluctuates by using the scales. Day by day. Yeah. by um, But if you're talking about the weight or, um I don't know, actually. It would have to... it be To a certain extent, it's dependent on your genetics. Yeah. Some people... Uh, store a lot more creatine than above baseline than others, so that right. depends on your level of saturation already. Some people will take creatine and they don't really respond to it, not because the creatine doesn't do anything, but because they're at saturation already. So those people, it wouldn't take long at all for them to go back to baseline. Yep. Whereas um, people who respond very well to it, it might take a little bit longer
1: cool. as
0: creatine
1: so it's not like one part
2: creatine, two parts water, and you'll look bigger. In the muscle, that is usually how it's stored, yeah. They say, I mean, there's certainly a case with glycogen for like one gram of glycogen, there's three grams of water, I think. And it's something similar to, to creatine, I believe. It's like um, a certain amount of creatine in the muscle, much lower levels, but will, will, hold, will mean you muscle holds more
0: water, yeah. Um, so that brings us to uh, pre-workout um, and how People use pre-workout to get a buzz before they train. Uh, it comes powdered. It comes in the form of tablets, grenade tablets. Yeah. Your favourite. And uh, coffee. Yeah. Um. So talk to us a little bit about uh, this kind of pre-workout concept that people use to get gym ready. Mm.
2: Uh, yeah, there's some research to say your performance can go. It's used, there's they come under different categories really. Um, it's when, if we're going to look at the one that everyone knows would be kind of mental stimulation, mental stimulus. And that would be, uh, to a certain extent, caffeine, you could say, getting that pump. You could, And a lot of these um, manufactured substances are basically different compounds of different... Uh, drugs that will have an influence on your mental alertness, I would say. So there are various
0: levels of stimulants. So brain activity. Yeah. So like back in the cocaine.
2: Well, actually, yeah, back in the day, the uh, the one everyone knows, Jack 3D and Craze, they had very, vari- they had slightly different molecular structures of stim, um, uh, sti- um for amphetamines. So yeah. uh, And I used to take craze i took both of them obviously still do at the same, at the same time <laughs> all at once yeah. and in when i injected it it was actually uh, pretty good <laughs> um no, so uh yeah so craze was banned because it had a it was a variation of an amphetamine which was they decided was dangerous so but so these are sort of would come under the, the title of like mental stimulants right and there is some research to show various Pre-workouts can improve your performance in the gym. Right. Usually, it's funded by the manufacturer themselves. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. But it still shows that uh, uh, certain workout performance is improved. Interesting. And then, if you look at caffeine, it can also increase the rate at which you um, utilise fat, which, I, which is what you're going to talk about with fat burn. So there's the, the 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 uses of it varies but yeah if you're talking about mental stimulants then yeah that's what pre-workout is.
0: so that brings us yeah exactly we I wanted to talk a little bit about fat burners so fat burning tablets um, and some people use these and they take the tablet or also meal replacement tablets I mean are they good are they bad um, meal replacement
2: tablets it, it, I've not really heard that. that's what you, you, you know, mean like you like shopping
0: Holland and Barrett, man. Holland and Barrett. They make a meal replacement tablet. No, I might, have just, I might, I might have just made that up. <laughs> meal replacement powders, they make. I've basically I put, put, put yeah. Like to the is that powder? tablet of a pizza, you, you put some water on put it. put it in
2: the machine <laughs> and it just makes into a big pizza. That, that would sounds, be a meal replacement yeah. tablet. That sounds
1: that's unreal. That's what
0: it is. It does yeah. actually sound pretty Roast good. Roast
1: dinner versions, too. Yeah, just um, pops up
2: into a Yorkshire pudding. On there. Yeah, fat burners just use various uh, compounds that increase the rate at which you um, utilise and... Metabolize fat so essentially so that's they are with the theory being that if you metabolise more fat while you exercise then you uh, then you will um, burn more body fat as a result but it, it doesn't quite work like that so the answer is fat burners are unlikely to work they're only going to really work do to they work. just make you sweat more than anything uh, yeah Increasing it's in your core because that's, oh, sorry, that's another mechanism yeah so if they raise up your basal metabolic rate then you burn more calories as a result so that we know that you can they can those ones can possibly help create a a more calorie burn while you exercise but again it's there isn't really they're not going to have an effect if you've not got your diet in place so the the short answer is you could find some use for these sort of these things like fat burners you could possibly they've been manipulated and used in some sports performance exercise um Studies, but even those are now finding that essentially uh, they can mess you up. So I can't really think of many useful reasons for fat burn. Um, Performance-enhancing stuff, though, that that can work. So caffeine can be a performance enhancer, separate to its abilities to uh, metabolise fat and its stimul, its mental stimulatory effects. So yeah, caffeine can be a performance enhancer, but most people don't take these things in anywhere near enough quantity so a cup of coffee people take before exercise so they think it will be of benefit yeah. there's about well, 50 to 100 milligrams of caffeine depending on how much whereas you're really looking at four, 400 is sort two of, coffees would be better then
1: uh,
2: two coffees
0: saying. more or large than, yeah. a large four
1: double espressos large black coffee with no, a grenade dropped that, in
2: that that there ah oh, yeah so now we're talking now we're talking here. but <laughs> people need to know that grenade <laughs> is explodes. a fat burning supplement
0: not just uh, a weapon structure. It, it fucking was when you were taking it. I was
2: taking these grenade pills. Tim
0: started on one grenade pill before he started to work out and then swiftly down the line he started to take four grenade pills <laughs> and then he literally would be up and down like a roller coaster. He would be buzzing and then he'd come in drained and it was hilarious to watch. And what, what made you come off of him? Heart attack, heart just, attack. Just <laughs> it but was uh, so good when you I took remember four.
2: Remember, Dad is nutritionist.
0: Oh, it was so funny watching you go mental. It was like Taz, these, you know these Taz. Are
2: the certain, these are the levels of so performance-enhancing yeah. levels that caffeine has been shown to be u- useful for. So, like, your, if you if you want a performance-enhancing dose, you would take you could look at three or, mo- to be honest, six milligrams per kilogram of your body weight. Oh <laughs> fuck! So if you weigh 100 kilograms, which like oh, well I used to um, if you you're looking let's just say you're looking at about 400 to 500 milligrams of caffeine which is huge amount so you'll find most of the general
0: population don't have a tolerance for this level of caffeine no man
2: so I'd be shaking yeah it's just no there's no benefit to it unless you're a competitive athlete
0: so let's talk about that in terms of performance enhancing and uh, this is the last subject that we're going to kind of cover performance enhancing drugs so stimulants we've already talked about uh, being coffee or you know another let's stimulant. just say steroids right yeah, cocaine uh, but steroids steroids is one that I learnt about uh, a little bit um, the hard way. which is anabolic steroids and I remember anabolic steroids mainly because of the effect that it has on men and I called it anti because anabolic steroids uh, associated with uh, reducing your testicle size or at least that's what I remember anyway
2: yeah, well, it can make them bigger as well.
0: Actually. Can it really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, if it. you want to take anabolic stories, how would it make them bigger?
1: Yeah, how would it make if them bigger? You're
2: not naturally producing your own testosterone. Uh, because you swell. A, there's a cycle, it's a hormonal cycle. So, you've got estrogen, and um, so when you have a high level of uh, testosterone in your body, you're, you're, it'll be aromatosed into estrogen. And you have a high level of estrogen in your body, so your own, so your body can compensate for that by producing more testosterone, and the uh, yeah. the balls will, as a result, um, get
0: massive. Get bigger, yeah, and That's then
2: hilarious. And then when you shut off uh, testosterone to supply the atrophy, the balls so that they will get smaller. Fuck.
1: All right. Well, interesting. Then, then it gets darker, right? Because then people start taking estrogen blockers. Yeah, so that like so to that, stop yeah.
2: this pro- So back in the day, though, they, they didn't know how to do it. So they used to take you take steroids, and then you come off a cycle, so that your body's um, homeostatic uh, hormone production can return to normal. But now they found um, if you take uh, so an- a- a- um, aromatase inhibitors, which essentially stop what you just talked about, which is the conversion of testosterone into estrogen. Uh, that's where you get bitch tits and all this all that gyno <laughs> so that's stuff what did you call them bitch tits like man let like man, man, man boobs. boobs so you can bitch grow tits. like breasts right if you if you insert if you inject estrogen into a man they'll grow they'll grow tits. boobs yeah so and that's what was happening when they were taking their steroids for too long is the steroids would be your into man. estrogen and therefore you'd essentially have a man high with high estrogen levels so you, that's where you get changes in the balls and
0: but the they breasts. don't produce milk uh, oh I don't know small no they Just definitely don't produce milk Honestly, you can't actually. produce
1: milk no possibly not I saw a man do it in my travels get lost no I did it doesn't Lai, happen in Lai, he came up to the table he lifted up his top squeezed his nipple and some white substance came out of it I don't know that's happened to, this to me day, before ha- white <laughs> substance not milk but yeah it's, it's well, out of
0: your own nipple yeah on my nipple no, I, you you my dad so had so to take to me to the transition. doctor because every time I squeezed my nipple when I was younger some kind of clear fluid would come out oh, of my no, nipple so this was white oh well. Was, well it yeah so he took milk. he took me to the doctor do i have to have one of these stories in this podcast No. Well, you, well yeah you actually, should have I, one yeah i had three nipples myself actually. <laughs> i've still that got one to me no but he I feel t- this is the appropriate forum in which to uh, raise this point dad, I mean, it's only deborah's gonna hear it yeah that's I? true deborah listen to this story dad took me to the doctor because <laughs> this ooze was coming out of my nipple oh, of we sat down and we sat yeah we sat down trying to retain you no let me tell my story we we sat we sat sat down and um, the doctor uh, had a little joke with my dad and uh, they so sent your they son. sent they sent me out of the room and then my dad came out and I was like dad what's going on what's wrong and he said well basically the doctor has said that you, you your body doesn't know whether it wants to be a man or a woman yet and that's why there's a who's coming out of your nipple uh, so i started you know breaking down had to sit down i thought oh my, god, which oh my god oh my god i
2: realized right, he's a woman and then
0: <laughs> and then my dad said it was all a joke and he said it's normal it's just puberty. and I was like oh Jesus I had a lump in my nipple that's what I had that's exactly what I'm saying you didn't have any ooze though you we, we well, sp- you probably didn't squeeze it. We, I like to squeeze like this.
2: Ages ago, like all the all the nonsense you get taught in uh, sex education when you're a kid, and the only useful thing was, what the fuck is this lump in my nipple? <laughs> Pretty what, much. That
0: really hurts, really much. <laughs> yeah, they don't they never teach you that, do they? No, they don't the teach you. the One useful it. thing,
2: yeah.
1: That, yeah, you might that you what what freak out. It? Nobody ever told me. I had to go to a specialist. And they were just like, yeah, it's just, it's just normal puberty. That's kid, just yeah. Just in my right one, it just got hard. That's exactly what happened. to me You had
0: both. Yeah. Oh fuck.
1: What the hell happened? Was it just a gland or what? It yeah. must be some sort of pituitary yeah. gland. Yeah, gland. Episode five. We'll talk more Patuity about gland. the nipple. Right. <laughs> God knows. <laughs> oh, so anyway. Um, yeah.
0: So <laughs> when 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 somebody's taking drugs, um, how do how do they get caught? Or how do they cleanse it? Because I read that it sometimes it's diuretics. So they'll all, they'll t- they'll take a drug. Back in the day, I don't mean they're, they're not anymore. Not anymore. Nah. Then I mean, diuretics just make you piss. Anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, nah.
2: So that's that, oh, a it's lot, lot more. I suppose that would work in a urine, urine analysis, right. but I, I doubt that would work anymore. They, they used to take, uh, funny enough, they used to take creatine as well. Like a guy I knew in the army got out of a uh, cocaine test because he took shh, loads of creatine post-workout. Yeah, yeah. Uh, post, sorry, no, looked at loads of creatine. That's yeah. what. That is. Whatever that is. There's a
0: guy walking around with a device strapped to his back with a camera over the top. He looks like someone out of Ghostbusters. Yeah, he yeah. Shots. I think he's just perving events. on that woman in front of him. Yeah. Weird. I mean,
1: we're in a studio, so I mean. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you yeah, know, that's out.
0: That's outside the, the LCD, window. There is a window. Yes, that's what I saw. Yeah, about. yeah. So, um, all right, so well. Yeah, diuretics, yeah. So, so I, diuretics. So yeah. diuretics. You could,
2: I, was, I suppose, for urine analysis. You, actually, yeah, that worked for Lance Armstrong. One of the things when he was getting tested, there was in the um hotel room, they came up on the Tour de France and they came up and said the, do- the testers are downstairs in the hotel lobby and uh, one of the random drug tests was that the I um, would just turn up and obviously they set up um, the shop in the hotel lobby and all the cyclists staying there um, came down and gave their, their, anal- their um, blood analysis and they essentially... Uh, um, diluted the results, so that's what diuretics would do. Right. They would fill your urine with water, so hopefully, dilute whatever banned substance was in it. And But they did it with saline uh, water, they just injected saline into him. I'm uh, not wow. sure how much, but the doctor went down to the, uh, the coach, took out a bag, some bags of saline, injected it in Lance Armstrong and a few others, I imagine. And uh, he went down to the hotel lobby, gave a blood sample, passed it. That's so incredible. It would be. Yes, so it alive. gets quite deep and technical. Well, I think that those two are the, pretty, the most basic forms of uh, evading testing. Is just uh, dilute your sample, so that one's
0: pretty easy. To well, do. there's there's um, there's a synthetic steroid that I read about, um, tetrahydrogestinone, which was something that is used that is basically undetectable until a coach. Um, he was a whistleblower. So he... Oh, you're talking about a Russian guy. He talked about it, yeah, and he said, look, these guys are doing this drug, it's undetectable. And when he said that... I think he had certain levels that were undetectable, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, like and then ones they ones. were... Because he he told them what it was, they were able to create a test that yeah. then they could detect it with. Well, that's always the
2: case. That's why they now do... Um, that's why they now store samples. So there's... For what we... So that, that worked back in the day, but now I think that may not work because they, they keep... Blood samples stored now, and you can post date. You can back date um, testing, and you could with the new techniques that come out. You then retest a the sample, and you can find whatever substance you couldn't test for at the time. Wow! So one of the Russian, one of the things the Russians were doing were not just they were providing uh, changed samples, but for storage as well. So they were tampering with the whatever mechanism they like the pots or whatever they were using to store the substances in and changing them out so that even the when they for back so, so with clean substance clean blood yeah. so that when they, even when they backdated these tests in twenty years time or whatever they'd still come out as uh, as clean.
0: Shit. So they're basically playing that little game. You know that Russian game where there's that little woman and then the, the Babushka it, dolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With blood. It's like doop, 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 doop. Interesting. Um all right well that's pretty much all i've got down for today what um, about the
1: guy who's swimming around the country is he taking something because he's been swimming a long time oh ross Edgley.
0: yeah i'm not keen on ross edgely he's not i'm not, lost I'm not keen on him whatsoever he's swimming around he's swimming around the uh he's circumnavigating the uk right and he's doing it in a wetsuit and he's you know getting on the boat and he's doing all this kind of crap he's the same guy that wore a wetsuit and dragged a a, a, a log um for a triathlon distance. I can't really remember. It's, you know, yes he's swimming and yes he can probably swim, but. Are jealous? I'm not jealous. Sounds No, jealousy. no, I'm not jealous. All this muscle um,
1: mass you're trying to do to look like Thor. Don't get me wrong, it's an, in, there. it's
0: an interesting challenge to swim around, you know, circumnavigate the UK. And yeah, yeah. if he does it, cool. But, you know, is it really is it
1: really good? Well, right, so to summarize, how does somebody lose weight in a simple way Gain weight. You're saying, hop on the scales to begin with. Track it that. Weigh scales,
0: early. or if you've got a body fat machine at your gym, use that. Yeah. But. And take it step by step. Don't go balls deep straight away. Just a little bit, little bit, little bit. If you get, if, if you go fully into it, then what? Are the, what are the chances you're going to keep it up?
2: Uh. Well,
0: yeah. I mean. Possibly. let Tim answer, let's yeah. answer. Yeah. so let's try again so Tim I, to keep I, it simple i stunned by
2: the balls deep and I was like oh, shit I, I can't be too so scientific i was got to keep it simple because we're doing the summit. So, so
1: to keep it simple for for anyone listening weight loss or
2: weight gain what can they do Yeah, to just help track. track you've got to track they, whatever mechanism you use you can't make changes so the biggest thing people do is they don't track so regardless of how balls balls deep you go <laughs> using Wilkins mantra um, uh. So, you just got to monitor your changes and then you can start making amendments based on how well you're doing. So, just start tracking. And if they're not up for weighing food,
1: what's the simple way they could? Because, like Precision Nutrition, for example, they have the, the palm. So, they would say take a palm size amount of whatever your protein source is, same that for your carbohydrates. On same for like a thumb full of fat it's if you had a big fucking palm, yeah that? but yeah but that's if relative you've got to tiny yeah well then you're a tiny person you're not going to be my height well, with sometimes tiny hands.
0: sometimes people have big fucking hands yeah, like sally maybe. says i've got sausage fingers true but we're doing oh, you yeah. oh, no, we do. Yeah, yeah. yeah so see what i mean sausage fingers so my measurements of food would be bigger i've well, got bigger hands so you're bigger it would be Cop relative to sausage. you if you're eating off a plate not if i've got a small body and big hands that's what i'm trying to say But you're not gonna be that anyway some people are no, you just discriminate. <laughs> um, yeah, you can do use that. I mean,
2: it depends how what whatever mantra because then you've got to start losing. You can learn that a palm size full of protein, but then how many palm sizes do you need? There, like, you can find many different ways to monitor how much food you're having. But the main goal is monitoring. So, that, that's all I'm saying. Is there are different methods? You can palm size it. You can get an actual specific macros. You can um, just choose to eat. Uh, just a, from a list of healthy foods, but wherever you choose, you have begun the process of monitoring. So uh, I wouldn't necessarily say in this like short time everyone must do one specific mm-hmm. um, f- must follow one specific method. But whatever you choose to do, it is at least you are now starting talking about uh, quantifying a how much you eat and b. What are the results and what? Like an sure.
1: adi- so anything somebody can adhere to. So even if it's writing down what they ate for a week, so then track you can see. and monitor.
2: Yeah, I mean that. That if you're writing down might be useful, um, but it, yeah, that's not bad method yet. But the app can be used if you can do that. You might chuck it in an app because that will convert that random be list into usable mm. calorie figures evidence but then you also have to use scales to weigh the food right because you can't just say it like unless you use yeah i mean if you want to go down that level as well mm. but sometimes if i'm seeing a client like just getting a list of food is 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 useful enough yeah but yeah, you don't even need that at the end of the day like if you just follow what you eat for a few weeks and see how things are changing and then just eat one third of that amount then you're st- probably going to see a loss so or there one third are, more if you're trying to gain weight or one third more if you're trying to, mm. yeah gaining weight you might have to be a bit more specific about because it's very easy to put fat on so you yeah, okay. have to start looking at um, that w- I would probably suggest that someone starts thinking about macros and thinking about how much protein they're eating and yeah. using those apps to at least start getting some numbers in their
0: head and not using your hand if you have abnormally large or small hands in relation to your body size yeah, well. to measure your food like a, like a carny a what? Like a Carney. What's that? Well, you have never seen Austin Powers. Austin Powers. No offence, Austin Powers. No offence to any carnies, but carnies sometimes circus folk are renowned for having oh, small person. hands. Is that yeah. what they're called? Isn't and it? smelling yeah. like cabbage. That's an Austin Powers. That's, That's not. That's a quote from Austin Powers. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so yeah,
1: so, some so let's try and summarise again.
0: No, What's get like? lost. We've summarised. <laughs> right. Track your shit. Yeah. Literally as well. Should they have a look at their own? No, let's not All right, we won't go into that one. We won't go into extrusion. Supplements,
1: only consider those once your nutrition's on
0: point. Ooh. Steroids, do them if you want. Don't consider Don't them. Do them. Unless do them. you want to grow Don't boots. Don't know where you'd find or them. Or get massive balls. Yeah. Or tiny balls, depends. From your back, that's what So Tim, how
1: did you enjoy your experience with us today? For, In this did did professional setup. How did you enjoy your experience with us today? Oh, um, yeah, for very enjoyable. Scenic what atmosphere. What do you think of yeah, the studio? Yeah. as you can see we have a public policy people can just come and go as they please
0: (laughs) and talk as loud and play piano alright guys thanks for listening Uh, we'll see you next time